do that work, dyeing cloth all day long, sticking their finger in the vats, maybe playing with the color. You know, white cloth being dyed indigo or deep red, hung out to dry. Purple cloth made from like crushed uh, uh, seashells that you know was you know very time time consuming and expensive to do. And that's why the color purple was you know reserved for royalty. Uh, pretty, pretty cool stuff. Dying of cloth was a strong experiential impression on a growing mind, on people's minds. A memory that was not easily forgotten. The, people remember this stuff, right? So the word baptism is actually linked to the dying of cloth. Dipping the cloth, the cloth in a bath of dye, taking on that color and the properties of that dye, is right, right? The cloth forever changed, can never reverse that process. The two will never be separate again. They will all be the same. Um, you know, dye just fills every little minute pore and fiber bonded with that cloth forever. No longer white, but now red or indigo or green or blue, soaked and filled with color. I, I just love that image. It's one of the best images of baptism that we have, right? One of which uh, early Christians and others would have had very clear experiential impressions from these local marketplaces. Um, he's just worshiping. That's all he's doing, right? I thought it was apropos when she said that verse and said kids worshiping, and he was back there screaming. I love that. But, um, but we are immersed in Jesus, you know, in, in his death, and his sacrificial blood, you know, cover, covers us. It seeps in to every little fiber of our being, every pore of our being. Changed, we are dyed the color of Christ, so to speak. You know, we, we become alive, we become more vibrant in Christ. When God the Father looks on us, he now sees the royal color of Jesus. Isn't that a good thought? Right? No matter who you are. That's what happens. I'm going to just speak louder. Uh, he, he cannot drown me out. I've got a microphone. He doesn't. But <laughs> baptism is an outward sign or an outward symbol of an inward reality. It really is. Um, it's already occurred in us. You know, and that's what we celebrate today. So we're not baptized by water to be saved. That's already been done, right? The baptism which saves us is a, is a baptism of death to sin. Of our dying to self and, and coming alive in Christ. The old self, the scripture speaks about, is being crucified along with Jesus, at which time we are baptized and we are filled with the Holy Spirit. So Paul says in Galatians, he says, For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. Right? Love that image. You're dressed up in Jesus. Immersed in his death, Raised to new life in Him, possibly only possible only because Jesus was the perfect human being. You know, the perfect God-man. He was both fully God, fully man. He was the perfect human being. He was without sin. He was slain for our sin as He walked this earth. And He died. You know, He rose from the dead. He, uh, he conquered sin. He conquered death for us. And that's something that we celebrate today. And in accepting his substitutionary death, we are clothed in him. We are dyed in him. Uh, we, we take on new life in him. And spiritually, we are renewed in him, crucified along with him, so to speak. We are new creations in Christ. And that's what we're going to celebrate. That's why Paul says in Romans 6, he says, Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. 
verse 5, For if, if we have been united with him in death, like his, we will certainly also be united with him in the resurrection, like his. Right? For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. So Jesus' substitutionary death on the cross and his overcoming of the grave frees us. It frees us from being slaves to sin. It moves us. It, it, it positionally, we are different uh, in, in Christ. It no longer has mastery over us anymore. We pass from death to life. Those are spiritual truths that we have to understand and we have to grasp hold of. But we have, and we, likewise, we have to believe it, don't we? We have to really understand it and believe it. And we have to identify ourselves with Christ in life. And that's what we do here today. Romans 10 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. You declare with your mouth to other people, right? So when you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's as simple as that. This also speaks of community though, right? of being a part of the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, For we were all baptized by one Spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one Spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Ephesians chapter 4, There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope, when you were called one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. And Galatians 3, For you are all one in Christ Jesus. The unity of the body of Christ. This is what we, we celebrate. So these passages refer to our salvation, our, our, of us being baptized in the, in the Spirit of God, the, the change which occurs to us when we're convicted of our sin and we give our lives to Christ, we find our need for a Savior and we, we move towards Him. It refers to the change in us that happens spiritually, moving from being, becoming slaves to sin to becoming slaves of righteousness. To the, to the gospel power, it speaks all to the gospel power of Jesus, His death, and His resurrection for us. If you haven't figured it out, I really believe this stuff. I love this. I love it. And I needed it. Right? And I think we all do. We've died to the sinful self. And we have been raised to eternal life in Christ as a result of His work. Not anything that we do. Uh to the inward sort of spiritual reality of being in Jesus, which actually is a communal thing. It's not an individual thing, right? The local church is actually really important. Coming out of COVID, we should be regathering. We should get together in the same room together and worship the Lord together and and, and listen to the word together. It is that important. So in identifying ourselves uh, in Christ, we are, in a sense, all dyed the same color. We all have one spirit. We are, all are or should be unified in Him. One body, the community of God. It's fitting, then, to celebrate that. To celebrate that reality through water baptism. The outward sign of an inward reality, which has already happened to these two women today. 
It's an expression of overflow in worship and gratitude to Jesus together as his, as his church. It overflows in a challenge to those who don't yet know Jesus. This speaks, I, you know, as we were talking about their testimonies and what they're going to say, it, it's just really important to know that your testimony speaks to people. It, it actually does have power. It does move hearts. You know, what, if I told my testimony, different people respond to it than would, would Catherine's or, or uh, Megan's, right? So it overflows in that challenge then to, to people that don't yet know Jesus. It's a public celebration of a person being filled with the life of Jesus, which has occurred in the past tense already. Yet it is also a celebration of the whole family of God under one spirit, one baptism, one faith, all dyed the same color in Jesus, filled with the spirit and overflowing Christ to others. So, I've said my two cents, I don't need to preach anymore, and I would like to invite Catherine up first, and uh, she has uh, prepared a testimony, and I'm going to get my stuff out of the way so you have room up here, and there you go. And we're going to give them both uh, some time to share their testimony, and then we're, we're going to go ahead and dunk them. <laughs>